0: Andrew Parsons joining us today. Excited to have him back here. He's the founder of Reciprocal Minds Limited from Cambridge, United Kingdom. He's working worldwide as a family company, him, him and his wife. Uh, they have an amazing background in psycho- uh, psychology and also mental health nursing, physiology, you name it, they do it. And they're here offering mental health well-being and wellness support through, well, a wider range of approaches. Welcome back to the show today. How are you?
1: Oh, all good. Thanks, Jill. Really lovely to be here again today.
0: Same to have you. And please, uh, tell us a little bit about the work you and your family do.
1: Well, we support people through, you know, all sorts of personal professional crisis or adversity. Um, Just really sort of enabling people to be the best, uh, whatever's going on for them, you know, whatever environment they find themselves, just finding ways to navigate. And, um, you know, find that that ease and grace to sort of get through and get through to the other end.
0: Oh, wonderful. And just to confirm your website, it's reciprocalminds.com, correct?
1: That's correct.
0: Beautiful. And what did you have uh, for us today? What type of pillars are we going to be discussing?
1: Oh, I thought we could talk about the pillars of empowerment. Because uh, you know, empowerment's a really interesting sort of um, perspective that we bring to our work, really. Because it's it's not that we have the answers, but we really enable people to find their own power um, and find their own solutions to the situation in which they find themselves. Um, and and I think that's just very important from this whole wellness perspective, because it, it it's really helping people sort of develop um, and and just find um, you know sometimes the confidence but also um, helping them build capability to sort of navigate crisis and adversity in in a way that can be best for them.
0: Mm, I'm loving it because a lot of us have gone through so much, going through so much, and mental wellness clearly is something that's so important to you. And you've been having, you know, helping, having the honor of helping people and navigating them through so many challenges and adversities for all these years with what you do. So let's get started. Let's talk about the pillars.
1: Yeah, well, maybe the first question is what for me. What's empowerment for you? Yeah. What, how would you describe it? Oh, me it, it, personally, it so well, empowerment yeah, so feels many.
0: like I, I I feel empowered when I'm on top of the world. When I feel I've accomplished something. When I feel that I've had a good day at work with my children. I've cleaned my house. I feel empowered, charged, ready to be you know go out again the next day. I feel excited and and, and energized. How would you describe it?
1: Uh, that that really resonates for me, and I'm feeling the energy there. Actually, as you describe it, it's like uh, you know, I'm 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 on top of this, isn't it? And I, I would, in my world, I I um for people, I think uh, think about actively participating. So I'm act- in in the situation I am, but I'm participating with it in a way that is creating a change or a, a direction that's useful for me. And and I think that's kind of um, an interesting perspective. It it comes from an educational view around empowerment, because education can sometimes be teaching people what you want them to know. But actually, education can also be, um, you know, uh, helping people sort of get a sense of, you know, what their situation is and how they can make it even better for themselves. Does that sort of make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, And, you know, particularly in a health setting, this, this is just so important. Um, Because I think it it, it enables people to sort of gain that sense of control over their own lives, their own situation, and and build, um, you know, the capacity, the confidence, uh, the competence uh, to act on issues that are important for themselves. And and this is a big feature of the work that I've done um, with cancer patients, because actually, you know, sometimes the world gets turned upside down for us and we can lose confidence we can um you know l- lose that um s- sort of uh certainty if i can call it that of the world around us and all of a sudden everything is just turned upside down and and how uh supporting people to sort of create that um space of active partition uh participation can be really really important
0: and how do you actively, you know, get someone to participate in a sense, right? To start this, this whole trend of feeling empowered and going down this path of empowerment?
1: Well, the three pillars that we use in our work, and actually we've written about this in a, in a, um, in a book called Empowerment in Health and Wellness that was published a couple of years ago now, um, but that really outlines the, um, the practice that we sort of developed as a team in supporting people impacted by cancer. And what we noticed, really, from a group of professional coaches and well-being uh, specialists, for want of a better expression, were, were, were um, three pillars that were really important. And just to name them, one was awareness, and it's that ability to notice what's going on around me, uh, and particularly noticing change. Um, we spoke about that a couple of sessions ago, didn't we, about noticing you know, the rhythms, the cycles in my life, what might be going on for me. Such a powerful tool to be able to develop. Um, so the first one is awareness, you know, and that helps you build that sense of reality and um, and a, a critical reality around what's working for me, what I maybe need to change. Uh, the, the other one is information, um, because sometimes we don't know what we don't know. And there might be things out there that could be useful for me. But the third pillar is is perhaps the most important one, which is around learning. Because if you're providing information to people without helping them or enabling them to use that or work with that information, that's going to be really vital for their situation. Then actually, that information is, is you know, can land a little bit cold. You know, it, it's like when you're, you know, you're planting seeds. Um, you, you you've got to, um, you know, help prepare the ground for that for that seed to land and have the best possible chance uh, to grow. So the learning element, I think, is a real powerful role that we can take uh, take on as wellness professionals um and you know wellness coaches it's really sort of enabling people to apply uh, that information and, and that recognition of what's around them in the best way that's possible for them and i think that's where empowerment comes from
0: mm, got it and then how many pillars are there how how many do we have to achieve and how many how long does it take to understand each pillar and to, to you know to guide us through each one
1: just three <laughs> okay
0: all right so we got this this is possible <laughs> we can cover it today yeah,
1: just three absolutely just three uh i think it's lifelong learning so it's one of those things that I, actually uh, I, I you know i used to a few years ago i used to be very involved in, in sort of mindfulness training and um, maybe we can have a think about that as well from a sense of empowerment um but but it's one of those things that needs to become a practice rather than a destination. Because you know as my life changes, you know as I'm getting older now, um, it, it's kind of uh, uh, interesting for me to uh, to ponder on what I can no longer do uh, that I used to be able to do when I was uh, in my younger self. And that's kind of a natural process that many of us go through. You know as we age. Um, but but it's that awareness of that and um, just acknowledgement and perhaps also an acceptance that can fall into that pillar of uh, actually what's going on for me right now what what is that what what information can i bring in or help or or i can support people by signposting to them and then how to support them work with that is a really really what it's all about
0: Well, also want to point out, if you are just tuning in, ReciprocalBinds.com, of course, is the name of the company. We're finding clarity within. We're talking about our pillars here today of empowerment, but they offer counseling, coaching, wellness, uh, organizations, uh, privately, one-on-one, families, you name it, they can help you. Uh, Again, they're worldwide, and uh, really, they you yeah, based more on an innovative uh, scientific approach, right, as you say, uh, than most and offer so many different modalities. Uh, let's remind them of your website, uh, ReciprocalMinds.com, also social media pages as well. You can find them. They're active on LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, is there a number that you want to share before we take a break?
1: Yeah, WhatsApp's always a good way to connect. Uh, and that's UK 044 7717
0: Oh, okay, awesome. And by the way, uh, these in pillars of empowerment, right? This this is for anyone listening today, anyone who's home, family, uh, friend, corporation. These are the basic things that you work with on them, one on one.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And and also sometimes one to many, so we can work with groups in this area as well. Um, and and but, so you know, so it, it, we're very we're very flexible, as you know. <laughs> we work one to one and one to many, but really focusing on building these pillars in a step-by-step way can be, uh, you know, truly sort of transformational for people.
0: And I know you've seen a lot of transformations. You've helped a lot of people uh, and clearly we'll continue to talk more about the work that Reciprocal Minds can do. So let's take that quick break here. When we return, we have another 20 minutes to chat. Can't wait.
1: Are you looking for even more of the podcasts and hosts that you love? The Podcast Business News Network is proud to announce that you now have even more ways to listen live. Check out the MyTuner Radio online radio box and Simple Radio app. Apps on iOS and Android, or find us online. Search for Business News Network on mytuner-radio.com or search Podcast Business News Network on streama.com and onlineradiobox.com slash US. Take your podcast on the go and don't miss a minute of the action. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
0: Hey, welcome to Everything Outdoors. Can I help you find anything? Hey,
1: yeah. Can you point us to the camping gear?
0: Sure, aisle two.
1: Snowboarding? Just bought a new Nissan Pathfinder. It's got intelligent 4x4 and we want to hit the backcountry.
0: Aisle 18. And the boats? Are you sure you can do all this?
1: Up to 6,000 pounds towing, we're good to go. Oh, where's the scuba gear? Return to rugged in the all-new
0: 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Available Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Towing capability varies by configuration. See Nissan Owner's Manual for proper use. Welcome to Philo, where you can get more than 60 channels for $25 and DVR for days. We've got hip-hop for lovers, renovations for brothers, pups for preschoolers, and hugs for monkeys. Start your free trial and find out more at philo.tv. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back. We are talking Pillars of Empowerment with Andrew Parsons. How are you? Let's get going. Let's continue the conversation. Go ahead, Andrew.
1: So so I just want to sort of um, get a little bit deeper with some of the pillars now, because I think we've already spoken about awareness and some of the Um, areas that we can sort of really build in that in our lives. But the information one is really key. And a lot of this work came, um, you know, when you're talking with, uh, you know, fellow professionals, and, and actually trying to explain the work you do, it gets really interesting, doesn't it, in terms of, uh, you know, let me just take a step back and think about what is it we do. Um, And uh, I just want to share this story, because I was talking to one of my colleagues once in a a training, we were co facilitating, and I started talking about empowerment and how people, um, you know, can really sort of, you know, particularly when we're going through the, that, those periods of crisis and adversity, how to support people and enable them to make that active participation. And my colleague was uh, Italian and she said, you know what, um, the, 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 there's no, you know, what, what is empowerment? We find it really difficult to translate that in, in, into the Italian language. And, and that really got me thinking around, well, what, what are the key elements now, what's the information that we can provide to people to maybe make a recipe um for how to find that empowerment in my life um and that led us to think about actually well some of the key elements of that information is just really uh, that uh, parts of a process or a cycle that that we can bring into our lives um to create that sense of empowerment and, and i'll just run through them very quickly um, because sometimes, um, you know, there's the tools we can bring to help us raise our, our level of awareness. Uh, you know, it could be mindfulness exercise, breathing techniques, um, you know, um, biofeedback techniques that can help people um, j- just move out of that fight or flight situation that particularly we can find ourselves in when things aren't quite going to plan. So, you know, and, and in that stage that we you know our, our attention can shrink um, so there's just some very simple breathing exercises, very simple techniques that we can that we can do to raise our levels of awareness. Uh, the, the next really core element of that recipe is, is actually if we're going to participate, we need to align motivations. And I had a really interesting conversation with, with a, a group of fellow professionals once where I, actually that was the bit that really landed with folks. Um, because there's a difference uh, to being empowered and participating with people uh, rather than creating attention or, you know, creating a, a shift or a direction that maybe people don't want to go in. So it's actually how do we align those motivations? They don't need to be totally the same, but but actually how do I align what I want with what my, um, you know... Um, uh, friends and family what my, my business needs are what my professional needs are what the organizational needs are but where's that sweet spot where i can really bring my motivation and align that to to what's around me either personally and professionally and, and that leads to choice which is a fundamental part of empowerment it's bringing that consciousness into actively choosing or deciding this, this is what i'm going to do um, and then, of course, you know, we, we act upon that um, and and then, you know, we're in a learning cycle because actually things may not go according to plan So how do I course correct? You know, it's that plan, um, you know, do, check, uh, act you know type, type scenario where actually we're making plans, we're doing the work, we're checking where we're going and we're course correcting based on what we're finding. And that's the recipe. And it's not a one size fits all approach, which I think is really interesting. It's how to you know, enable or support people find the recipe that's best for them with all those ingredients. Um, You know, because actually we all create our different um, dishes, maybe with the same ingredients, but they may have a different flavour that needs to be for that individual person. Does that sort of make sense to you? Andrew, can
0: you hear me? I apologize. I hit the wrong yeah. button. I said, you've been doing this for how many years now? I mean, with your advanced background, how did you get so, um, my goodness, I mean, I know your education was amazing uh, and the work you're doing, but you are so, what's the word I'm looking for? Um I can't even think of the word, but not just intellectual, but you have having such a great depth of understanding of the mind and how it works. Was this from your training? And is it partially, you know, the work that you've done and also your wives?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think a lot of it comes from, um, you know, my, my experiences. So, you know, I, I've, I've been working with people now for well over Ooh. 30 years. So, you know, I've had leadership roles in various organizations uh, going all the way back to the 1990s, (laughs) which is kind of like... You're like, not to date
0: myself, but no, seriously. (laughs) Every time we speak, you're full of a plethora of new information that is helpful to so many, really.
1: But I've worked with people all over the world. um, And that creates a really uh, useful learning for me about uh, how do people see uh, their perspectives in the world and how does that sort of change? Uh, and, and that's really where, the, the, you know, where we're coming to with these, these pillars of empowerment. Because we all see the world slightly differently, of course. Um, but we're all very unique, but we're also very similar. And, and actually, you know, that's the bit that I think practitioners such as myself can really support people in using those things that are, you know, the similarities that and uh, how we do things, and um, the processes that we use to be us in the world but actually shape them in such a way that make it completely unique for yourselves. And, and that's where empowerment comes from. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the ability to be me uh, and shape the world around me.
0: Well, I and feel empowered. I am feeling empowered. <laughs> I hope our listeners are. No, really. Every time we talk to you. So thank you for that.
1: <laughs> oh, my absolute pleasure. And, and um, yeah, and, and, and I think uh, thinking of these things as a recipe, I think is, is perhaps a, a, an interesting way to go um you know very very big fan of um you know supporting people with mindfulness or breathing techniques um but i'm and, and just touching on one example from this because i think a couple of years ago um there was a big trial done around bringing mindfulness techniques to schools in the uk wonderful opportunity to support people with their well-being um but what what they did was use a um a, 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 a sort of um I'd, I'd hate to say a one-size-fits-all approach, but but an approach that was sort of prescripted. And, and what they found with um, the, the young adults when they were sort of taking part in this, they didn't practice. You know, it didn't land for them. And and I think it's how do we sort of create that um, that recipe that allows people to make the you know the dish that they really you know the, the flavors that they want in this particular dish, uh, rather than give them a a really prescriptive way of using. Uh, these recipes in, in, uh, uh, or, or the commodities in, uh, of, of the recipe in a certain way. And and I, and I think that's a really interesting approach that we can bring to our work as professionals. Th- and that's my experience, uh, because as a leader in organisations, um, it's not what you do, it's how you enable other people to actually, you know, c- uh, uh, align along what we all need to do together. That's what makes the difference. Got it. And that's that's a lesson that you know many people, uh, including myself, struggled with as I sort of embarked on my leadership journey.
0: Hmm. All right, thank you so much. All right, let's continue, Andrew. Continue, continue. Sorry to interrupt, but we love going on tangents. It's always a good <laughs> thing.
1: <laughs> oh, tangents are great because they always come back. Um, and and I think the final p- pillar is one of learning, and 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 sometimes we need a little bit of a disruption to create that element to learn, because actually. Um, you know, just, just thinking of the work that I've done with people impacted by cancer—that's a huge disruption in people's lives. Um, and, and actually, things are no longer what they used to be. They may be now some, in some times, something completely different. And and that creates that opportunity to sort of reflect and review: what's my assumptions? What's my beliefs? Who am I? What am I really sort of thinking about in in this world? And I think as professional uh, practitioners, we we can support people just um, along that journey about, you know, maybe thinking about things in a different way, feeling things in a different way, maybe, Um, and and that's what can create that really transformational place of learning, where where actually I'm seeing now different perspectives almost getting different meanings from the world around me because now you know they may mean something completely different to me um and a a lot of work has been done with uh, in in the workplace with people um you know going through these chronic um and very um dramatic uh, sort of medical situations and people's attitudes do change you know we we, you know our personality may be too strong to change but maybe but actually there's quite a lot of evidence that actually we, we do we do change quite a lot and supporting people find the new perspectives so they can really be themselves in that, in that new environment. Um, now, that, that's one of the pillars of empowerment, and that's what we do.
0: Mm-hmm. Beautiful. All right. What else do you have for us, Andrew? Again, if you are just tuning in, reciprocalminds.com is the website. And uh, besides empowerment, I mean, you're getting us charged and energized today, but there's so much more that you and your company can do as well.
1: Yeah, that's right. So um, you know, we're very much in the wellness space, but we use a whole variety of different um, uh, approaches. Um, and it's really about that psychological and emotional support that we can bring to people. Um, you know, saying that actually th- th- there's... Uh, You know, as individuals sort of deal um, with, you know, from trauma through, you know, crisis and adversity, that ability to um, support people through a counselling and perhaps more of a um, skills-based or a coaching approach just to build different toolkits, toolboxes around how to navigate and manage that situation become absolutely key. Um, And, you know, and and that's the work we do for people in, in all sorts of different environments um you know particularly in in the workplace or dealing with um change um you know that time of transition from you know for executives moving out of organizations people's will can turn upside down um and you know that's another opportunity where we can really help people sort of become empowered through that change and that transition um it's sort of embracing the new but also honoring what once was as well um you know it's just normal life isn't it we you know our normal lives are Filled with events that sometimes we, do, we wish they wouldn't have happened to us, but when we do, we have to adapt to them and navigate them.
0: Yeah, and you'll help anyone navigate down this path, down this journey. And in our last three minutes left, Andrew, how did you want to kind of wrap up today's show for us?
1: Well, I think just maybe asking people to reflect on the pillars, um, and if you're thinking about um, you know awareness, you know w- what is it I can do today, uh, or tomorrow, or, or or in the next five days. Um, just to practice that skill of becoming more aware of what's changing around me. It could be mindfulness, it could be breath work, it could actually um, just just be taking some time out in a creative process. Uh, a great way to notice the world around us is maybe to draw it or paint it or, or just notice it in a different way. Um, and, and just thinking about information, what a great question to, uh, uh, to and I know completely imponderable is, what is it I don't know that might help me address this situation and where I am? Um, You know, we know what we know, but I I don't know what I don't know. Um, But actually just being curious to see how other people adapt and just noticing, um, you know, different cultures, different societies, different ways of thinking about things. What can I learn from them? And that learning piece then is uh, how can I work with this and bring this into my life? And I just invite people just to sort of take a, a few moments just to reflect on those three pillars and see how it can shift you into that place of empowerment, making that active participation in the world around me. Beautiful. And um, with those around me well. Thank well, thank
0: you again, Andrew, for being here. Would you mind sharing how we could reach you?
1: Yeah, so the website is reciprocalminds.com. Uh, you can find us on LinkedIn, Reciprocal Minds, or, or uh, please connect with me, Andrew A. Parsons. Um, we're on Twitter and, and social media as well. Tap 44 uh, 832
0: Perfect. Thank you so much. Looking forward to speaking with you. You have a fantastic day. And to all of our listeners the same. Stay tuned. More of the show is on the way. <laughs> Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network.
1: They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch. Until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov
0: slash kidsbuckleup.